0: Welcome to Bleed T V, the podcast The Best Shows on TV. And I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And that's right, people. We got a threesome going on tonight, and that is not the way we want to start this it's out. Probably
1: the, this threesome would be as bad as this episode that we just
0: watched. <laughs> the <laughs> well, biggest, hairiest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this is probably not the way we really want to start off the show. We hadn't even got to the title, who's this, that <laughs> or so on, and we're already bashing it here, so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 an understatement and a half. Um, well, just to get the particulars out of the way, this was Fear the Walking Dead. This was the first episode of the season two, and it was titled Monster. And to go ahead and start with that, anybody have a clue why it was called Monster? Because it was a giant turd sitting in the bowl of an ocean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's about what
2: I got for the title.
1: I it mean, was horrific.
2: I, I'm trying to say less because I don't want to make this just a... Horrific bash fist I mean did we uh, really
1: see a
0: monster or anything going on in this episode Because I wish a sea monster would have swallowed the yacht <laughs> uh, The only thing missing was Moby Dick coming out of there You know or something I mean the only
1: thing I could see that led to it Was the giant smoke screen at the end of the episode Which made zero sense to me
0: Maybe maybe it's a little symbolism of You know there's a monster out there But you don't know it and we haven't seen it Good old Nessie mm. Just yeah. float uh, uh, underneath ready yeah. for the yacht Abigail <laughs> Release <tape>. the Kraken <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I really hate to say this. Our fans, I mean, we you know we how we love The Walking Dead, and the Fear of the Walking Dead season one was not bad. You know, it had some high hopes. Speak for yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, You're talking to a man who just bum-rushed the whole season in under 24 hours.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you're talking to a person who did not do The Walking Dead, and so, you know, you, you don't have a clear understanding of fandom in this situation. But, overall, it wasn't that bad. You know, and we did, like, some elements did. of it, you know. Any comments there, bro? On the you know season yeah. one.
2: I mean, it had its moments. Did your fandom help you get through it? No. Um, I mean, the, some of the characters were you know palatable, <laughs> but I got to be honest, they got so far in the first episode they have gotten worse. I mean, much worse.
0: I, I would agree with you there. Uh, that was the one thing I would say is that this season two. I'm not in love with anybody. At the end of season one, I was really intrigued by certain characters. I really enjoyed certain characters, you know. But this time on the boat and the whole little whole beginning of this entire deal, everybody was just—I'm just not really likable whatsoever. Nobody was doing anything that made the show or made the episode worth going. Wow, how about this character? Or wow, what about this? See, I get that feeling with Stran. That's
1: pretty much the only character that I like because that's the only character whose name I know. <laughs> but I feel like he's really advancing, and he's actually in the survival mode.
0: Well, yeah. I think he gets it. And I'm really interested to see what his backstory is. Now, I think him and David, which are my two favorite characters right now. Is David the old Mexican guy? Yes. Okay, I do like him. I think they are both that know. They have that experience, know where they're going with all this. But the... The rest of them, the, 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 the drama stuff and the not understanding and this and that, I guess the biggest deal is is that when you watch The Walking Dead, they've all become aware and all become survivalist and all know what to do, when to do, and how to do, and so when you go to a prequel like this and you look at them and they're angsty and not understanding and not knowing what to do, hey, let's help anybody and all this, it's just a, it's a bad setup because you know what happens in the future, but they're not there yet, so I have a struggle with that.
1: Well, The Walking Dead had the great thing of where what started off three months already into it? Correct. And so I think that really helped jumpstart it. Whereas this is, we're getting the full beginning of it and just no one was prepared. Except for the fat kid back in season one. (laughs) And he was immediately taken care of.
2: I just, I don't like how there's not a single person on this boat that can handle pressure decently.
1: I mean, I feel like Strange can. Maybe I'm just overplaying him because...
0: I don't know. David can too. I mean, David I mean, he right. brought a like, walker David, armory to the facility. You know, That David, was a great scene. Yes.
2: I'll give David his props because he obviously was an El Salvadorian warlord of some kind. <laughs> um, and he can handle himself. But I don't feel like he gets enough screen time. No. He is one of the only characters that I give a half an iota of, of shit about. And we we get him having a fishing scene, and that's about it. The rest of the time he's just pointing a shotgun at people in a boat, like they're just going to leap out in front of them or something. Silly.
1: And and their weapons cache is very sad. They've it seems like they've picked the worst weapons to start off this.
2: He's rocking an over under, <laughs> uh, like rifle double barrel. The only thing
0: missing is a skeet going across the boat. You know. <laughs>
2: all right. Well, let's just talk about the beginning.
0: First of all. You know, I watched the, I wa- sadly, I watched The Talking Dead after this, in which I don't see that making it. I, mean, it just, I don't see the pizzazz there. But like I said, I, I probably feel that way because we, I'm, I wasn't a big fan of the first episode. Dave Erickson was on there, and he explained that when the show opened, this was representative of same day, hours later.
1: Okay, because I was about to ask you about the timeline. Because in this episode, it jumped from day to purely night. When they were on the boat. No I'm day. sorry.
0: That was the first red flag of, you got to be kidding me. Because when they showed up at that house, it was a ghost town. Nobody near anything. They drove down this long industrial area that had almost nothing in it. And you mean to tell me in a matter of hours, you packing a few bags, y'all are overwhelmed and swarmed with that many walkers? And it took you that long to pack like four bags? I'm sorry. And then, toting the body? I mean...
2: Dude, this was. Is- I mean, it immediately took me out of it. I we always it. talk about The Walking Dead having a terrible day to night, you know, time lapse and stuff like that because they just get it wrong constantly. There'll be noon, then all of a sudden it will be nighttime three steps later. This time, I understand what they were trying to do, but like you're saying, no way they were overran. Why did they? Why did all these walkers know that there was anybody on the beach? They were like hunting these these people. Exactly. And then I felt it was just a cheap way of avoiding some special effects because they didn't want to show the bombers during the daytime dropping bombs. Oh yeah. There yeah, it wouldn't have near the effect. We'll just show some, some tail lights basically. And uh, hear some noise. And then you'll see bombs blowing up. There there was just no excuse for this week of an opener.
0: Not only that, how about this? They're fighting off walkers and, They're Stealth Walker. I mean, I'm so sick and tired of Stealth walkers. They're on the beach. They look over there. They're a good hundred yards away, and they're not moving fast. And then they turn around. Travis has got one who's about to bite his arm (laughs) within the first two minutes of the show. I'm Uh, like, come on. Really? I mean, these little things I hear. And all they have is rocks to defend themselves. I mean, what happened to the pistols y'all had a minute ago? You you shot lots. I mean, where? What about these 40-pound bags that you've been packing just to do anything to protect yourself? Uh, I mean, it just, it didn't, man, it really started off like a bad note. It's another example of they really wanted this money shot of of the L.A. being napalmed, you know, and bombed. So let's just go ahead and jump to the beginning. Oh, by the way, let's get a really cool way of having a walker die some way by pulling the boat motor up and tearing his face in half. That was a it's great a, death, though. I loved it, but is that really what you decide to do when you're on this, you know, this Zodiac boat? You pull the motor up to do that? But it's just a set
2: piece. It's like, it's like that's all they had. Yeah, this was a bunch of just wasting time. They're toting the body there's no reason for all these walkers to be around him. And then, all right, well, we better throw in something cool. Yeah. So they do the boat motor kill and stuff, which, yeah, I agree. It was kind of cool, but it wasn't worth what we had to go through to get to it. Yeah, and exactly. Also, it's not enough. From, from the trip
0: from A to Z to get the Z effect, the, the whole trip was a waste to get there and waste of our time to see And he just magically pulled out of the water. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he walked up on him or nothing. He just happened to be by the Zodiac right there. That I'm. I really want. That's what I was hoping. Dave Erickson would be a little more continuity, a little more realistic with walkers and being like that, not the the stealth stuff, not the magically appearing or the absolute quiet until they ride up on you, and so on. And in the first five minutes, we have them all. Uh, you know, they're surrounded on a beach where nobody was around less than a minute for no reason. And then they're on. And then all of a sudden, one magically pops out of the water. I, I mean. It, it really, really had a bad start for me. And I think that's what's kind of tarnished the whole season opener for me.
2: Yo, it set a terrible tone. I mean, it was just... You, we talk about this, and we harp on it on other shows we watch, and especially The Walking Dead. Nailing the details. When they nail them, it is an excellent show. It's a fun show to watch. But when they miss, I swear they miss worse than damn near any show on television. You got that right. And they just make... They just put such a bad taste in your mouth. It doesn't matter how good the rest of the episode is. It's always lingering there. And you just almost, they can't recover. Now, the rest of this episode, to me, was was garbage. Was garbage. So it's not like they had a lot to make up with. (laughs) But, I mean, there's like almost almost no effort. This was Snoresville to me. It really
0: was. I
1: mean, for this to be a season opener off of only a six-episode season... It's a massive disappointment because you had so much time to write it.
0: No doubt. And considering this episode really kind of makes or breaks your your new viewer as well as your person who was a little doubtful after the first one, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I, I, don't, I will not be surprised if viewership tanks.
2: I'm just putting it out there. All right. The best thing this show does is make The Walking Dead look way better. <laughs> <laughs> it does that. I mean, I... It sucks. I feel like there's a strong cast of a few people on here. Kim Catrell not Kim Cattrall. What's Dickens. Her name? Kim Dickens. Um, dang, what's a uh, main character? What's his freaking name? Oh, Travis. That's
0: Cliff. Um, uh, Cliff Curtis.
2: Cliff Curtis. I really like them too. We already know we like David's character. Well, I don't like Travis at all in this show. Um, Ruben Blades. Yeah. Uh, Reuben Blades, and then Strand's character's fine. I actually like Nick a little bit, too. He seems to be the most, I guess, kind of relatable character to me.
1: I really liked him going in, but the fact that he is still in these clothes that are four sizes too big for him.
0: Grandpa clothes? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: They were home for a month. Like, how has he not gotten a change of clothes?
0: I know it. They are bad grandpa. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they're creepy. I'm going to put it (laughs) out there. You took them from a dead guy. I know it. Yeah, well, that's common now. I mean, come on. (laughs) Well, okay, that's fair. But at the time, it wasn't. Let's just let's go ahead and die. It was five minutes of a poor opening with too many, you know, too many like, oh, let's get to this shot. Let's don't worry about how we got there. And then we have thirty-five minutes of footage on a boat of angst, teenager problems, um, miscommunications, uh, not understanding that you can't save everybody. A, a random radio conversations. A lot of random radio conversations. Okay.
2: Um, a lot of teen angst about a mother that's been dead for hours now. What are yeah. you going to do, kid?
0: And then the fakest eel I've ever seen come off the boat <laughs> and then take a... I'm going to tell you what the most exciting one, the most likely death is. The, the Bashing eel. the eel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, man. I'm just like, I'm telling you, the, the, the 40 minutes on the boat. It was tough to watch. Riddle. It was tough. I mean, I've never had there's never been a Walking Dead episode, not even Fear the Walking Dead, that was straight 35 to 40 minutes of just like
2: begging mm. for commercials.
0: I mean, please. Well, and also, has Nick kicked heroin?
1: Is he officially off of it because he has having zero withdrawals at this point now?
0: Great point. I mean, realistically, he I mean, should It's be- been hours.
2: I- well, When's the last time we saw him using? He was using somebody else's IV, right? Yeah. Under a bed? Right. Yeah, he should be still pretty whack. He
0: should be fiending pretty hard.
1: I mean, he's walking around. He's swimming in the ocean. Oh, yeah. To
0: get a log book.
2: They got some splaining to do.
0: Why? Why? Okay, first of all. So, he's supposedly hears something. And so, we make the decision to swim over to the boat that has full of dead walkers everywhere which don't get me wrong how about the scene of him swimming out there and just for some random reason swimming down deep and just staying down there for a a long period of time just to have a walker end up above him
1: well also why are we casually going for a swim when we're risking our lives is energy conservation not a worry
0: yeah how about this? What about the coincidence that the same time we, we jump out of the water is the same time we upon walkers in the water, a boat that's turned over with four million bullet holes in it, by the way, <laughs> as oh. well as something coming. I mean, I felt like we were watching a cheesy a Jaws episode of something, you know, like donut. That's the only thing missing from the episode. A
2: little bit of music. Yeah. I mean, dude, it, this was so generic. Can it I talk was. About the, Can I talk about this for a second? I'll go in on it. All right. Let's just, they dive into the water because Nick just dives in. Was he trying to commit suicide or just? No, I think he was, maybe just taking a dip. Okay. Okay. They're on open water. Not to mention, Matt at work talked to me about this. I'll go ahead and give him a throw out. This is the calmest ocean water you'll ever be in. <laughs> you don't care how big this boat is. That thing is not chopping. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he dives in. They're in open water. You can see four miles. Okay. Now, I'm assuming Strand just turned the engines off and just sat there adrift. So what they're saying is that this boat that's loaded with bullet holes and all the shit that's around it and the walkers floated to them, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're just swimming around, so obviously the boat's not moving, right? But all this debris and everything came to them totally surprised. (laughs) With a fog. I felt like I was watching a John Carpenter movie. Right. With all this smoke and fog, right? All right. Not to mention, it's still smoking. All the debris looks pretty fresh. There's a gazillion bullet holes in this boat.
0: (laughs) I think you might have missed a few. Can you
2: imagine how loud... A machine gun to put those holes in that boat would be across the water.
0: I'm talking about we're not talking about pistol shots. We're talking about this was like pirates from Somalia driving something right, off. It's the, like
1: Rambo in the out of the open ocean, just like
2: <laughs> those round holes in I'm that telling. thing were some fifty cows and what happened did they ram the boat until it flipped over and then they decided to pepper the hell out of the (laughs) hull? Or were they shooting into the water and it was putting all the holes in it and then it flipped over and didn't didn't flounder? Dude, I'm totally confused on this set piece. They just missed... I mean,
0: just... No, you needed something for Nick to go under to have an air bubble, to have him in a contained tight shot for a sudden walker immersion and to get the lava. Another quality example of I have a really cool idea how we get to the we want this scene where he does this and this because there might be somebody struggling for their life anybody if you don't have that boat turned over nobody hears anything unless that means you have to board a boat but we want something underwater something cool I mean it just everything was generic and can Walker swim Uh, I like the one that was in the life jacket I mean, that's a cooler idea. Yeah. Oh, but hey, let's talk about the one on the life jacket, by the way. They're out there in open, and they just take off swimming. And guess what? The life jacket walker is literally on its ankles when they get to the boat. (laughs) So that means that this thing just came adrift to the boat, and they just didn't notice the giant orange (laughs) life rat on its neck, and just happened to be nipping at its ankles right when it gets to the boat. I mean, please stop this. Please, please, please! It's it is so ridiculous, dude.
2: They really took a swing, you know. But they—it's not even a whiff. They couldn't hit the ocean standing on the beach. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, it was, I mean, they're not even the
0: batter box for this episode. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I cannot believe I'm bashing a Walking Dead show. You know, I'm a huge fanboy, but this isn't Walking all, Dead. All I wanted to do was take Chris and drown him out in the ocean. I was just—I mean, like here. Here's your mommy. We're gonna put you in there beside, right beside her, and use you use the weight. I mean, that's what I wanted to do with all the all his angst. I just. And oh, let's save Jack. He's on the radio. Da, 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 da. It, it oh, who no else sense. does not see the setup here? Where uh, are maybe- you located? Where are you look? We're gonna go here.
1: Really, you're, but at this point, you're aware of this direction? And she really has no pause in giving up any of this information. It's like she's on AIM as a 12-year-old. As soon as it comes out, it's like, oh, yeah, of, of course you're the knight of my shining dreams. Here's yeah. my address. And, yeah, uh, really? Do you, you got your, your digits? <laughs> Here's my nude selfie. <laughs> I mean, just there was no good that was going to come of this. And then just the instant, don't worry, I know where you are. It was just like, oh. That's going to end well. I mean, like.
2: Yeah, don't worry. We got you. See you soon. Yeah, really. I mean.
1: (laughs) She said that they don't really have any supplies or anything. And so these people want to upgrade to a yacht for what reason? Because
0: it's been stressed that this boat can't go over. I love that. You know that every single boat they encountered or heard about, we're, we're taking on water. We need help. They're the only boat that can float in the water. Did you notice every single person, that that, that one is sinking, there's too many yeah. people, da 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 They hear the Coast Guard, we can't help you, we're going under, you know, God be with you. And other people, hey, we need help here, we're going under. And then Jack, uh, we're over here in the cove, chilling out, you know. Fishing. Fishing, chilling. they're not catching. And then the next time we get on the radio, it's, we're taking on water, we need help. I'm like, what happened in the cove? <laughs> I mean... I mean well, the, oh hurricane. you know what the rock came out of the water and stabbed it in the side or something I mean, yeah. oh. it, there was an iceberg in California <laughs> yeah, that's what it was <laughs> you know alright let's talk about that. what about the plan to go to San Diego so you just left a major metropolis
2: no oh you know what I didn't mind this too much because San Diego is a military town this okay. is a massive Navy Air Force but you just town.
1: escaped the military and you saw what the military
2: is doing that's, that's my exact point Dude, my wife and I debated this strongly good job Good
0: job, Cash. Uh, that's what my wife and I was like, wait a minute. You just figured out what the military is about. They're the ones making the decision to name palm everything and not really caring if you're alive or not. But in my mind, being around the military is a bad idea.
2: I think Strand's going for somebody. That's his hidden motive that you yeah. don't know yet. I think Strand has got an agenda to get to San Diego to get someone.
0: Yeah. he His intrigue and mystery is what's keeping me afloat yeah, on this Strand's,
1: show. Like I said, he's the only character I like, but his... Intrigue into Nick is what's confusing me because I don't know if he's gonna end up being a sacrifice or something because even when Nick was like, well, why am I alive? Strand gave a mysterious question, not even an answer. He's like, which time are you talking about? And so it's leading to Nick's makes a focal point of something
0: well he keeps talking about how an addict lives and lived a life a certain way without fear because of a need and different things and so on and so he's saying you can use that to your advantage because you're you you're willing to make whatever decision you have to to sacrifice a certain way for yourself that's something that's going to be valuable considering the new life we're in
1: but how's that going to be valuable to
0: him if he just said like it's selfish well, for all you know, he could be training others to start realizing you have to make decisions for us over the rest of the group. I think that's what the episode was trying to show everybody is, look, you can't be the moral compass you used to be. You
1: have to be and a monster.
0: You have to be, like you said, you have to become a monster to survive the, the monster of the world, which I know that's a, that's a deep analogy there, but I, I, don't, I don't know. A very shallow man. episode. We're, we're, I'm telling you, we're, we're bridging stuff that ain't meant to be bridged, you know? <laughs> because
2: if you had asked me, Nick looks like he's going the other way. You know, since he's come clean, obviously, and stuff like that. Matter he, of hours, quickest recovery. He looks like he's becoming the moral compass in a way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he's, you know, we should have helped those people. You know, why am I still here? And You know, he looks like he's having the deepest questions on the boat. You know, I, he seems to be the calming influence for everybody. Which doesn't make any sense. He's the recovering addict, and he's, you know, just came back from being rampant just you know on the verge of uh, overdosing and
1: I don't, I don't know but no i see what you're saying because he definitely was questioning why they didn't save the people and then right. he went and got that yacht book which i have no idea what that's going to serve but he sacrificed himself for information that could help the group in some shape way or form
2: okay so let me ask this question how long has it been you just watched the first season. How long has it been since the outbreak? Well, I think they were
1: in that military town for a, at least a month.
2: Okay. I think it was. I think we're I
1: somewhere
0: think in the started. neighborhood of a one to two months total time.
2: Yeah. All right, do you think it's been long enough for rogue ships, like people, to start? Like, Basically,
0: have, do we already have governor esque? People out there deciding to do their own thing, knowing there's no laws, no more no moral nothing. I mean,
2: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Have people already given Pirating, up on... Pirating. Yeah, if it's
0: Somali
1: pirates, I think there's been enough time outside of that. I, I really don't think so. Yeah,
2: if we're near Somalia. Yeah. This is California coast with a bunch of dudes and brus, <laughs> You know, and they're yeah, already like breaking to... Like, pirate style.
0: Yeah, I mean... Well, here's the thing. Like we say, if you analyze that boat, which this is hyper-detail, that boat, I mean, no joke, it had a million bullet holes in it. So, we're talking about something that has military capability of weaponry on a boat. Okay? So, it's almost like, you know, the co- there were sick people in the Coast Guard just mowed down a boat that, you know, hey, we're doing the better, greater good here or something. Or, you could go, like you say, pirates, you know, like that. But, wow. I mean... What do you really have to shoot a boat a million times for what you just saw there? Double tap. But are they gonna? But
1: I think this raises a bigger question: Why was the Abigail so pristine, and why was it still just there
2: floating? I don't know. I don't know what's going on because if did this pirate ship come and board this place, you know, this other boat to get their supplies first, and then when they got off, just mow them down.
0: That's called a waste of me. When you can just leave it, you can shoot a hole in the the motor and leave them stranded, and they're toast.
2: Well, d- oh, if you, that's what I'm saying, there's no reason to take other boats out or anything like that. Don't waste your ammo unless you need the supplies. Look at that boat. It wasn't even a, a good boat, you know like that. I mean, doesn't matter if it's got a case of water on it. Yeah, you know. But
0: why shoot it a million times?
2: No, I, I trust me. I am not. I know you making this out like the show did a good job I'm just saying they're, they're going to have to explain that stuff they've got to and it's going to be difficult because they've already done such a horrible job of setting it up
0: yeah I mean there's whew, I, I mean I mean, they maybe, got a lot of explain to do maybe it was just completely full
1: of walkers and they just wanted to make sure but the walkers were still alive so I don't
0: there, nothing about that entire scenario was done correctly no, and by the end, you know people know you have to shoot him in the head. Even they figured that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that much amount of time in, you know you have to kill the head. That should be a pretty much common known thing a month or two into the apocalypse.
2: All right. When Nick went under the boat into the air pocket and fought with the walker for a minute, but then he, like, backed up after he stole the, the book, was that walker, like, trapped or something? Why did it stop attacking him? I, I, couldn't, I couldn't. It, like, get, it, like it literally quit. It literally quit. knowing look and was like, eh. Well, How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Be gone with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that book
1: was like a repellent. It's a force field that keeps walkers away.
2: Stop it. The BS is just flowing from Cash's mouth. Yes. I um, mean,
0: if you've got a better explanation, please hit me with it.
2: No, I, I don't understand.
0: I really don't. And well, tell me this. Why was book in a Ziploc?
2: Uh, that's no, I think that's question. a. That's, is that common? Is that that's probably is that, a good idea? Oh, it's probably
0: a great idea, but uh, who's thinking of it? It's like
2: a black box. Who, who
0: who keeps the logbook while we're during the apocalypse? A month or so in. Who finds a
1: ziploc bag that big enough for the logbook? Because that, <laughs> that was
2: a three inch <laughs> binder. We're just buying things to buy. That is the one thing I'm not gonna fuss about because you're on the water. I would put like when I go on the boat, I put my cell phone, my wallet in a bag. Yeah, you know to make uh, sure. Uh,
0: we're just. Bottom line is is the episode plainly it bit it sucked and it is so sad because we have fourteen more episodes of this and Do I we needed have this,
1: fourteen more episodes
0: like is it going to last I needed this to come out like gangbusters it needed to set a tone like they needed to be on a boat and they needed to be running for their lives with people coming after them and there needed to be this drama and there needed to be this suspense of at any moment and they you know. I mean, I hate to say it, like a cheesy B-action you know, movie where they're having to literally defend this beautiful yacht they have because other people are doing the same thing and think they have more than what they actually do. And that you're always in this tension, you know what I mean? So Instead, we got radio conversations and an angsty teen that needed to be drowned right with his mother. And that's what we got. And then we got people making poor decision after poor decision after poor decision, jumping off the boat into open sea. Another one jumps in after him. Oh, by the way, then we have a boat with fog around it in the middle of the ocean on a bright, beautiful day. And hell, oh, by the way, I think I hear something. Let's just swim down there for somebody. And so on. In a sea of walkers. <laughs> I mean, it's oh, just... Oh, don't
2: forget Travis jumps in too after they can't see Nick for a minute. so He yeah. better jump in too and die. When,
0: I don't think
1: he jumped in. He got into the little life ship oh, and that was happening. automatically flooded.
0: <laughs> like it no, no longer worked. I just... I mean, it was just a like this classic poor decision after poor decision. Put yourself in a, a bad situation, you know, for for drama. I, I just you know stop it,
2: stop it. Was what well, I'm getting at. We're tired of stealth zombies, but we got a stealth wreckage on this. Yes, one. yes, a lot uh, of stealth. Just jumped up and showed up, smoking like crazy. The fog, the fog. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what do we
0: think is, that Strand says is close and coming at 25 knots and the max speed we can do, pushing the motor is 20 knots?
2: I mean, I think it's obviously some kind of pirate ship, I guess. It's got to be Jack, right? I would assume it's this Jack character.
1: I mean, there's no way it's anybody else. Now, I don't know if Jack necessarily did that damage that we just witnessed or didn't witness. just So do we say us. friend
0: or foe? Fo, Easily.
2: Definitely. I mean, are we going to talk about the preview for next week? I think so. I
0: think we have to because it's about the only thing that has some light at the tunnel.
2: Uh, Well, if we're going to talk about it, then it looks like armed pirating type people. It does. It does that. And not only that, the
0: preview that was on The Talking Dead afterwards, the preview showed them on land for the entire preview
2: excuse me that's disappointing yes ladies and
0: gentlemen if you did not watch the preview the next episode shows them all off the boat checking checking a house or something like that so we
1: can't push 20 knots but we're magically
0: on land we're gonna be on land the next episode Mm.
2: I well I hope it's that they kill the whole jack party
0: well I mean they've
1: got the you know double barrel skeet shotgun to take out they the over and and under they're (laughs) good shape
2: yeah it's true See, I hope it's not some garbage where it's like a stray bullet puts out one of the engines and they have to pour it in because they need some repairs or some garbage like
0: that. No, a a walker messed up a prop. and They they got to tow it in,
2: you know what I mean? One of the life jacket guys. Yeah, uh, bottom
0: line is my expectation for the next episode, the first five minutes, They better be in a high-tension situation with whoever, whatever's coming their way. I mean, when you can barely go
1: 15 knots without stressing your engine, I don't know how intense of a scene we're going to get. Well,
0: I'm just hoping there's something to it. That I hope they they pick pick it up. And then, I guess since we're going to have this preview of them on land or whatever like that, we we, we have specific reason that's actually credible and good and so on. Um, Otherwise, I'm extremely concerned.
2: Well, judging how we left last season and started this season, it's broad daylight and there's somebody coming. So, next episode will probably mean it'll be pitch black and they haven't met yet. And then we'll have some like nighttime gunfight or something like that.
1: Cause that's cool. Yeah. With one, one gun.
2: With an over under versus the 50 cal machine gun that roasted <laughs> <Well>, them. <that> somebody, <laughs> some, yeah.
0: Somebody goes splashing water with the boat, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: it's probably some frog men. You know, I you,
0: know, I, you know what I think? I think the Abigail goes down, you know, possibly, or something, but I take that back. I mean, if you watch Talking Dead, they talk about the set piece. They built this enormous Abigail boat and stuff like that. We got, we got time on the boat. so But, but we're on mind. land, so.
2: You know, was someone out there that asked, can you make it to Hawaii? Yeah, that's what Jack said. You know? That
0: would be a cool
2: thing. Why
0: it's got navy military? You know it's kind of well.
2: You got the military, but you also like. You can assume they don't understand why everybody is turning. You know what I mean? They could assume that oh, you have to be bid to turn. So go to Hawaii thinking that no walkers are there. They don't realize that if you die, you turn. You know. So,
0: and that's the one thing season one really kind of let me down is that we never got an explanation of how, why, you know, what created. I'm just not I'm sure, sure if we're there yet. Cause I mean, it's, I don't think they can well, answer it. I think they pigeonholed themselves in a matter that they can't answer the question.
2: They kind of did a little bit. Remember the Asian next door neighbor who OD'd herself and she turned yeah. without being bit, you know, they realized that you turn. So maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they just,
1: but, I mean, they're still not even caught up to the original Walking Dead's timeline yet. Yeah. No. So, there's still a lot that they can work in if they want to.
2: I agree. I hope so. I just don't know if
0: they're going to. I don't know. All I know is, is that, you know, for a first pod on the second season, this is not what I want to do. But, it is what it is. I want to keep it true. Um But guys, you know, I'm sorry if we turned you off because we bash, bash and bash. But like I said, we're going to call it like we see it. And we're hoping this picks back up because uh, if it stays on this course, I don't see us making it past the midseason because it just it's got to have some promise or something going forward and some some kind of development that's going to make us fall in love with some characters that we don't want to see go And right now. It doesn't bother me if somebody dies. And so that's that's a problem. You know, you need to be in love with characters. You need to like certain people. You want to root for certain people. You want to do these certain things like you do off the original show. And right now, the way they're all acting and decision-making they're doing, minus Strand, maybe David, um, it's okay. I mean, you know, that, that gun can come by and wipe out half of them. And I'll be like, wow, that was freaking awesome. Never expected that. Cool episode. And they're like, wait a minute. We just lost half the cast. We can move oh, forward. again.
2: Yeah. New story. Let's follow the Josh team. Yeah, right. really. Jack, <laughs> cool guy. Way to kill folks. I, I'm dude. really hoping
1: that uh, Jake is actually Negan and he just jumps on with Lucille and just starts <laughs> swinging away at everybody. Yeah. So uh,
2: There's no attachment. I have no attachment to the show, no attachment to any of the characters. Well, do you think that they
1: could be leading us into like a bad guy character and seeing like the rise of kind of like an evil empire? I don't get that vibe.
2: I don't think it's... It's been long enough into the apocalypse to have, to have an evil character yet. No, I think. I, you know, I am saying, I like, think, the, the I think, sort of a rise of an evil character or something like that. I don't that.
0: think so. I think that the evil character is the world they're finna encounter. I think that's the whole deal. And so, but they've got to do a better job of showing that instead of you know, fog ships and, you know, <laughs> you know, walkers and people making poor decisions. They've got to go ahead and get into the thick of things again. What made season one enjoyable for me was, is that, you know, they decided to take on the military installation. They brought a whole army of walkers. There was huge gun battles. You know, you learned and you people had to, lo- they lost characters. There was dynamic. It showed realism with how people would probably act, how the military would act. Right now we got people on a boat and this is not how I would be acting if this was the apocalypse on the boat. I mean, I just, uh, I don't know. Or, if it is how you're acting, don't spend 40 minutes watching it on your opening season episode.
1: No, there's so much more that they could have done to advance this plot than just time jump us without any rhyme or reason.
0: Right, so that's what I'm getting at. But, guys, if y'all disagree with us or think we're just completely off base, I'd like to know. I want y'all to hit us up. Go to our our Facebook page uh, on Twitter. We're at Podcast. Um, our email is BleedTVPodcast at gmail. Uh, I'd love to hear you alls feedback. Did y'all get more out of the episode? Did you see differently? Or like I said, or do you completely agree that this was a misfire of great proportion, and that the season looks bleak? Or did you see something more of like an intrigue character? You did love a certain character. This is the reason you watch the show. Uh, hit us up, you know, and give us something to chew on for the next episode. Because right now, the only thing we're chewing on is the first bad episode. Yeah, not a whole lot to go on. (sighs) (laughs) But other than that, guys, I think we're going to call it a night. And uh, we look forward to next week if it's positive. (laughs) Later. Later. See ya.